Thank you for listening to this podcast presented by Compassion Church. We're so glad you joined us today. For more information, including service times and locations, please visit our website at CompassionChurch.cc. Now here's this week's message. Good morning, Compassion Church. My name is Nathan, student director here at Compassion. Great to have you with us on this Sunday in lockdown again. But we still get to be together as a family. Say hello in the comments section and welcome to church. Today is our last sermon in the sermon series, Cupology, where we look at going from saved, freed, restored, and fulfilled. Today I get to bring the message on fulfillment. The last time I was with you, we looked at being freed from our slavery, from our bondage, from our addiction. And today we're looking at what it means to live a fulfilled life. So last time I was with you, I I did a bit of myth busting and I want to do that again today. So right out the gate, right off the bat, lean in and just listen up because I've got a secret to life for you. See, the myth is that the purpose of life, the purpose of your life is a mystery. But let me tell you that fulfillment, true fulfillment, true purpose, true potential, true success is only found in God. So let's start there today. Let's not even go into where the world tells you you can get fulfillment at sex, drugs, rock and roll, partying, money, fame. None of that actually leads to fulfillment. You know that. I know that. So we're not going to spend any time talking about that today. Let's talk about where our true fulfillment is found. And that is only found in God. So let's dive in. We're going to start by looking at the scripture we've looked at every Sunday in this series. Exodus 6, verses 6 to 7. Say therefore to the people of Israel, I am the Lord and I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. I will deliver you from slavery to them and I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great acts of judgment and I will take you to be my people. He will make us his people. Only God can bring that fulfillment in your life. Only God can bring about purpose in your life. Only God can make you whole. If you're anything like me, you've spent years in the wilderness, wandering around, trying to find things that fill that gap in your life, try to fulfill you, and nothing fits it quite like God, not even close. You know, I'm, I'm pretty fortunate in the sense of I'm one of few people that can say they've achieved a dream of theirs. This time last year, I got to leave my job, which I love so much. It was a great job with loads of opportunity, but I got to leave it. I got to have my last day in the office and fulfill a dream, which was to go on tour with my band around America. You guys know that if you know me. But what I came to find was even my wildest and biggest dream didn't bring fulfillment. Even that journey in our tour van across America left me feeling empty. And actually, my dream, this passion, this thing that I thought was going to deliver fulfillment, actually turned out to be a lot of hard work. Have you ever wanted something so bad and then um, when you receive it, you feel just as empty as you did, if not even more empty than before you started that journey? 
when I left my job and I began my dream job as a touring musician, I jumped in the van, bright-eyed, bushy-tail, with my band, thought it was going to be rainbows and butterflies, a rock and roll tour. I thought it was going to be amazing, and it was. But there was so much hard work. Night one of tour. We arrived at the show late because we had to go pick up supplies. We'd run out of petrol, but we forgot about that in all the, um, all the chaos. We played the show. It was okay. Not, um, not that many people came to it. It was loads of deflation in what should have been our dream moment. I get into the bus after the show. I look down and that petrol light is on. The tank is empty. And if I'm honest, in that moment, I felt pretty empty myself. My dream wasn't what it was made out to be. I felt pretty empty. Didn't really feel fulfilled. Felt like there was still a hole inside, like I was still missing something. I pull off, it was my job to, to drive from the venue to the hotel. My license here in the UK wouldn't permit me to drive a vehicle this big, doesn't permit me to drive a trailer, but there I was in a 15-seater vehicle and pulling a trailer behind me. Thankfully, the team in the van was giving me wisdom and coaching. They were coaching me through the situation. And we're trying to find a petrol station to fill up. And we can't find anywhere that's open. When we finally get to one that's open, they don't do diesel. So I'm frantically trying to find somewhere. I pull into the petrol station and I underestimate how wide I need to turn. Or how I was turning too wide. And so I get out the vehicle and I needed a taxi to get to the pump. I was so far away from it. I was like five meters away. So I start to reverse. And the screams and the commotion from the back of the van say, stop, 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 stop. You're about to hit the trailer. You're about to jackknife. You're about to hit our trailer. I look in my rear view mirror and I'm like, no, it's going to be fine. See, I thought I had the wisdom. I thought I was in control. I thought in that moment, as my dreams are unfolding before my eyes, I thought I knew what needed to happen next. My dreams weren't playing out the way I expected it. I was feeling unfulfilled in a moment that I thought would bring great fulfillment. And in this moment, in the middle of the night, I take things into my own hands and I began to back that trailer up, going against the wisdom of the rest of the team and bang, I hit the trailer. And you know, no one was hurt in that story. The only damage that was caused was to my ego but it reminded me of so many moments that should be a dream. Moments that should equal fulfillment. And do you know what? I just end up screwing it up. It makes me think of a really important moment in my life. When I was at the start of a relationship and I felt God taking me on another direction away from that relationship. And I chose to ignore his voice in my life. I chose to take the dream into my own hands. I chose to take my fulfillment into my own hands. And it only ever leads to destruction. And that choice to do that led to a divorce. All because I didn't follow God's plan for my life. And as I'm about to get married now, a really wise and dear friend of mine said, well, the difference was the last time it was your plan. This time it's God's plan. 
And that's why there's so much joy and excitement and anticipation. Because I know I'm walking God's plan for my life. And here's a secret. I know God's plan for your life. I know precisely his plan for your life. And we're going to unpack that this morning. Turn with me to Deuteronomy 29.29. You found it? This is Moses. And if you don't know, Leviticus numbers and Deuteronomy are all laying out the law. This new law for the Israelites. They've left Egypt. Like in Exodus, we were looking at the journey where they leave slavery. They leave their bondage. They leave their captors behind. And they're trying to find the promised land. Well, Deuteronomy, Leviticus numbers, Deuteronomy is, is kind of God laying out to the Israelites through Moses. This is how you need to live. And here's where we pick it up. Moses says, the secret things belong to the Lord our God. But the things which are revealed and disclosed belong to us and to our children forever. So that we may do all of the words of this law. So I'll read that again. The secret things belong to God. But the things which are revealed and disclosed to us and to our children are there so that we may do all the words of this law. So there's things that are revealed to us so that we can carry out God's law, which is just his plan for our life. God's re revealed certain things to us, but there's other things that remain secret. Now see, I live in the secret place. This is God's secret plan for, his life, for my life. This is his secret plan. It looks beautiful. It's leather bound. It's quite small. It's nice. It's concise. It's exciting. It looks really good. But you know what? It's tied closed. I can't get into it. It's padlocked. It's bound. It's secret. It's God's secret plan for my life. But I spend so much time looking at this plan, dreaming about God's secret plan, thinking about it, trying to get in, trying to break my way in, trying to work my way into God's secrets for my life. I spend so much time here that I ignore his revealed plan for my life. When I was um, maybe 15, I was introduced to Hillsong United on a big screen, much like ours in the church. Someone put Hillsong up on the screen in a stadium. It was rock music. It was rock worship. I was like, whatever that is, I want that. I want that for my life. There was something about it that just that fit. That made sense to me. That was everything I wanted out of my walk with God. It felt like that was God's secret plan for my life. So what have I done? I've tried to uncover that. I haven't lived in his revealed plan and his revealed will and his revealed purpose for my life. I've just been going, God, how do I get into this? How do I break into this secret plan that you have for me? I think I know what it is, God. I think I like lights and rock music and stadiums and touring. I think that's what your plan is. If I could just break in, if you could just show me a sec, God, that would be really nice. I'd love to see your secret plan for my life. And God's like, actually, I've given you a revealed plan. It's wide open. You can look at it every day. You can read it. 
but you choose to ignore it every day, Nathan. You choose to ignore the plans I have for you. You choose to ignore the rules that I, I, I've put in this book for, you, for how you should live. See, he has a revealed will and purpose for our lives that is wide open. It's dense, it's living, it's thick, it's tangible. It's how we're meant to live every day, but we're too caught up in the secret. You know, there's this, I don't know if you saw the, this movie, I can't remember the name of it, but they would get a flash of how their life was going to end. And so they'd spend the entire movie trying to um, run away from that. So like, it's a little bit morbid, so bear with me. If their life was going to end by a log flying off a lorry and killing them, then they would try and avoid a lorry with logs on it. And by doing that, they live an awful, depressed, sad life. And actually what happens is they're trying to avoid these lorries with logs on. They turn a corner and bam, the log falls off the lorry and takes their life. See, we don't really want to know the secret plan that God has for our life. It takes away the excitement. It takes away the journey. It takes away the relationship with God that gets us there. Because if I knew the secret plan, I would go, oh, okay, God, I know the roadmap we, we need to take. I, I've, got the, I've got it from here. Thanks for showing it to me. Thanks for, for revealing it to me. Appreciate that one, God. I've got this from here. I'll, I'll let the sat-nav do its job. You know, everyone says, I want to do great, mighty things for God. I'm there. I'm right there with you. I want to see incredible things in my lifetime. I want God to do incredible wonders through my life. But I wonder where, where the people are that are just saying, I just want to be faithful today. I want to be faithful with what God has given me today. Because if you want to know the secret will, obey the obvious will. If you want to know the secret plans that God has for your life, then obey the revealed plans that he has for your life. Earlier on in this uh, chapter in Deuteronomy that we picked up, uh, in Deuteronomy 29.9, Moses says, So keep the words of this covenant and obey them so that you may prosper and be successful in everything that you do. Keep the words of this covenant, this relationship that you have with God. Keep it. So that you may prosper and be successful. I'm reminded of those words that I spoke, Jesus' words two weeks ago. He said, abide in the word. Keep the covenant, abide in it. Totally accept his word. Not just pick and choose. Don't just pick and choose his revealed word. Don't, don't pick and choose. Don't, don't take the scripture that you like and throw out the scripture you don't like. But ab abide in his word. Totally accept it. Keep your covenant. Be a good partner in the relationship that you have with God. Be faithful to him. Don't throw out his word for things that are cheap. Don't throw out scripture for things of this world that are just false promises that actually lead to more bondage. See, as I said, his, his word leads to freedom. It leads to fulfillment. It leads to hope. 
but the world's going to tell you that it's just wrapping you up in rules and regulations. But actually, Jesus says that if we abide in his word, we find truth and the truth sets us free. So how do we, reveal, um, how do we live in this revealed plan for our lives? You know, we're adults here. I don't need to go through the rules and regulations. But I, I want to talk about a couple of instances that, that I just find interesting. You know, there's the notion of being desperate to find a spouse. And it's that you, you start dating someone and you're like, oh God, just reveal to me the secret of who my spouse is. Is this my spouse? God, reveal to me your secret plans of my marriage. Is this the person I'm meant to be marrying? All the while, you're praying that while sleeping with them or sleeping next to them. And this is a real truth because we're not living out God's revealed plans, but we're trying to unveil his secret plans. Well, I'm saying this out of compassion and love for you. If you follow his revealed plan for your life, then you will uncover the secret plan for your life. How does God reveal his plan for your life? Well, through his word, through worship, through prayer, through being part of this community, through Lem, through relationships with Christians that can build you up when you need it and tell you when you're wrong when you need it. Ultimately, it's just about being a disciple. And that's what we want to see here at Compassion. We want to see you saved, freed, restored, fulfilled, so that you might be a disciple. So we follow the revealed plan by abiding in the Word, being accountable, reading the Bible, being coached through life worshiping, praying, coming to Jesus in communion. But to put it simply, being a disciple. Because, you know, it can get a little bit confusing sometimes. Is God speaking to me? Isn't he speaking to me? Is he telling me to date that person? Is he telling me to start that job? Is he telling me to leave that job? And it gets a little bit confusing and I've seen it happen where, you know, a friend of mine has said, oh, should I be dating this person? I'm like, no, probably not. They continue to date them anyway. And then it all comes crumbling down. But in the first instance, they would have said that maybe God was telling them to date them. And I just want to encourage you that sometimes our emotions lie to us. And that's why we need the full package. We don't just need to go based off of our emotions, but we need the full package of what it is to be a disciple, the word, the worship, the prayer, the community that is our church, people coaching you through life, helping you make decisions that are really important, like who your spouse should be or what job you should take or should you leave church, should you go to another church. You need people helping you make those decisions because our emotions lie to us. Compassion Church, I hope you hear my heart in this. Because I want to see you live a life of fulfillment. I don't want you to be like me where I chased the secret plan for my life while ignoring God's revealed plan for my life. Because we have a plan and a purpose that is found in here. 
But you know what? As I come to a close, there's a bit of a harsh reality. And I know you're already telling it to me. I know you're already saying it to me. As I say, there's a revealed plan for your life. You're telling me that you're not actually mentioned in here. Your story isn't mentioned in here. The decision of what you should do for work isn't mentioned in there. But you know what? I believe wholeheartedly that although your name might not be mentioned in here, you're in this book. You're in the Bible. You're in the story. Because when Jesus was on the cross, he was thinking of you. He knows you. He knows the plan for your life. And ultimately, if we want to uncover the plan for our lives, then all we need to do is not worry about God's secret plan and where we're going. But we need to look at our, where we're at today and we need to live like Jesus. It is that simple. Sometimes we make it so confusing. There's over 1,500 books on Amazon, on Amazon and how you can find purpose for your life, how you can find plans and fulfillment in your life. 1,500 books. And do you know what? All we need is one. And all we need is one character and his name's Jesus. And if all we did was look at how <clears throat> Jesus lived his life, if that's all we did, then I promise we would uncover God's plan for our lives and we would live a fulfilled life. I want to encourage you to do that today to turn to Jesus, maybe for the first time or the hundredth time. But let's come back to what it's meant to be about. It's not about trying to uncover God's secret plan for our life or this world. But it's all about following Jesus' example and being a disciple. It's all about following God's revealed word, plan, purpose, will for our lives, which is all found in here. Compassion Church, have an amazing Sunday. God bless you, and we'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to this podcast presented by Compassion Church. For more information, please visit our website at compassionchurch.cc.